Shut up and sit down. Needless to say, I had to throw those underwear. We can't say twat more than ten times. Twat, 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 twat. Go to hell. And you get to be the dictator. You get to be a dictator. You get a dictator. That yeah, fucking egg-sucking piece of shit. No, or when you're interrupting, you bastard. Wow. We're going to fight. We are going to fight. It I mean, if you think shooting fears. a cat is violence. That's and my it... last podcast with Craig Mass. <laughs> what do you think, Dan? Do we have a good time? No. Hello, everyone. This is Critical Mass. Yep. Season two. Episode 5,000. 5,000. It's been a long run. 5,300. We should end this season soon. We it's should. It's getting too long. It, it. Yeah. I mean, seven seasons, seven seasons, Jesus, seven episodes. This is the seventh one. Yeah, we are winding to a close, and I, I'm sure the fans are just so happy. But let's dive right into vocab. Well, do you know, you know what I've learned, though, with all of our episodes and no. our seasons? I've learned that that the more we do, the less people care. I, that's for sure. <laughs> that's very, very uh, true. Okay, so my vocab, vocab to you, I'm just going to throw it out there. Do it. Go. I'm I ready. A, I came across this, and I won't say how. Okay. Dental dam. Dental dam. Yeah, what is that? Dental dam. I believe um, that it has to do with a, with a dentist. Mm-hmm. Um, a dentist that uh, has a dental office, okay, and like a low part below like sea a, level, a low, yeah, like that would be like a dentist in New Orleans, for instance, right? And a lot so of that did them. I know. Well, that's wow. the problem. They have a dam, and Too it doesn't soon. allow the water to come in. Okay. Um, because the problem is with the dentists is that they need to be able to gas their patients to have sex with them. If the place is flooded, they can't I'm do just, that. I'm going to go ahead and say, you flooded, need to get a new dentist. I thought that that was normal. No, it's not. Because, I mean, I'll tell you what, my mouth hurts and my asshole hurts every time I leave the dentist's office. I think those are different reasons. Okay, oh. do you have a vocab that I can define for you? I do, and it goes along with today's theme, okay. um, which is religion. Okay. Okay. And um, the word. Yes. Missionary position. Missionary position. Missionary position uh can you use it in a sentence no because <laughs> that would be defining it um yes. well basically the missionary uh position yes uh well i i i'm not gonna lie to you i don't know what it is but i heard a friend talk about it please go ahead he's from ireland okay and um all i know is that he used to have sex with sheep. Oh. And he told me that the only way that he could get sheep to like, you know, warm up to him sexually. Okay. Is, is to, is to do it from behind. Yeah. And then he said something about, uh, his girlfriend doing missionary position on him. Okay. And, and then they brought the sheep into the, into the room and it just got weird. Yeah. I mean, everything you're saying is very weird. <laughs> This friend is me. Uh, oh, I knew it. I knew it. God damn it. It's a damn. little weird. God it's got, damn it. it. You know, can we just elevate the show? Why has it always got to go lowbrow? Well, you brought it there. I said, I thought we were, I thought you were going to go with like missionary work where they position people. I thought, you know. Next week, we're going to bring in Noam Chomsky. Noam Chomsky next. Next week, we'll have President Barack Obama. <laughs> All right. Really elevate the show. But why, can Dan, can you tell me? Why the fuck did I wake up this morning? Why are we here? 
Jesus. Jesus. Jesus loves Jesus the woke you from the darks, from the depths of the darkness, and yeah. he brought you into the light. I sure. Today's episode is about religion. Religion. Um, Who, who's here? Who do we have with us? We have. Well, this guy was knocking on the door, uh-huh. and he was wearing tattered clothing. Yep. And he claimed to be able to talk to aliens. And oh. I said, would you like to be on the podcast today? His, His name is Legs. Hey, Legs. Yeah, that's good. Um, Legs, welcome to the show. Good morning. Legs and Thanks I. Thanks for having me. Of yeah. course. Go ahead. Um, nah, I'm fucking up big time. Yeah, you are. <laughs> what are you looking at? There's an ant behind you. It's on the wall, though. It's a big ant. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Legs and I. Yeah, Legs and you. Went to high school together. Yeah. And, and wait, you admit to this, Legs. I do. I do. We did all kinds of shit. It was fun. Oh. I was talking with my friend Jay last night Ooh. about some things. Jay. And Jay. That's just one letter. Yeah. Just J. Just yeah. J. <laughs> and uh, God, we were talking about uh, in high school, we were playing basketball in gym class. Yep. And we became the Trobe Glotters. The Trobe you Glotters. You that? I do. I do. And he <laughs> said he believes that you hung your Trobe Glotter jersey in the gym? That is a, that is a true story. Wow. Yeah. We'll get to that later, I guess. But uh, we brought you on here to talk about religion. Yes. Yep. You've had a history with it. Sure. You've had some ups and some downs in your personal life. Mm-hmm. Uh, sucking off hobos. I mean, it got dark. For a couple Bible pages. Oh, yeah. For a couple verses. <laughs> I need those verses, man. I suck your dick. <laughs> Um, I remember specifically being in physics class with you in high school, and we even had a homeroom together, right? And so we spent a lot of time together, and Jesus was a part of your (laughs) life. But for me, I was like, yeah, I don't need all that noise. But you were very cool about it. You were not a a normal Jesus freak in that you were trying to shove it up our ass at every corner, um, which which we all appreciated. Um, You kept your Jesus dick in your pants, and we Mm -hmm. kept our atheists or satanic dicks whatever in our yeah. pants and uh those satanic dicks those are barbed so you gotta <laughs> keep those in and your pants. so we got along swimmingly uh and then we all went our separate ways off into college so so before you go to the college story yes, yeah please. that's what i was gonna say ironically please. in high school i mean it's like low middle and upper class right sure in terms of social status well yeah. because we had a school of choice so people of all yeah so people of all uh, incomes got yeah. to go to that school. I meant more based on like popularity, you know, that kind of low, middle, upper class. And I would say oh, that sure. you, you and myself and Jay and his brother, you know, we were that middle class, had our own kind of group. Oh, oh okay. I was going to say know. bottom feeders. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't okay. that bad. Um, you know, it, what was funny was I actually, yeah, I wouldn't call it popularity by any means, but like if I go- look back at my senior yearbook, uh-huh. um, lots of comments were "wish I got to know you know you sooner." Oh wow! So the funny thing is, is that that religion and that th- just the way I handled it of not being, you know, shoving it up people's asses, as you put it. Yeah. Uh, in some ways, had people connect with me a little bit more, which was kind of ironic because, you know, sometimes a lot people are turned off by it enough that. You know, they don't even want to talk to you, but it actually, I gained more friends because of it in high school. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. And you were able to meet people outside of high school too, right? Because of it. Yep. So um, I guess we'd just kind of like to hear sort of a brief history of your engagement with the church or with 
Christ or mm-hmm. with religion or whatever it is. Yeah. And and how'd that falling out go? And if you don't want to go into too much detail, that's fine. Oh, I'm wide open. And, wide open. And just, you know, to add too is I was also raised religiously, so I definitely I'm very interested to hear your story because I have mine as well. Sure. Yeah. Um and you know, tell like what so if you don't mind, if you could start at like what I know there's so many denominations. Yep. So what was your denomination? <coughs> um and then kind of the rise and the fall. So please, yeah, if you sure. would, floor yeah, is absolutely. yours. So, uh, I would, you know, born here in Rochester, uh, typical, I'm a Catholic type family, uh, very Catholic family, but it was the typical Easter Christmas Sunday. Nobody in the family really went to church. Uh, especially, like Roman Catholic. Yeah, exactly. Okay, got it, got it. And, me, and me too. In post, we're going to put some organ music playing behind you. (laughs) (laughs) We're not. But anyway, continue. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, you know, got the first communion, used to fall asleep in religion class like everybody else, and eventually my mom didn't give a shit, so it was like we just stopped doing the Catholic thing that was more traditional Mm -hmm. than spiritual at all. Gotcha. Right. Right. Uh, So, you know, fast forward to the age of, I was probably like 13, 14, my father... Okay, big influence on my life. Yep. Uh, he was a very high-functional alcoholic, all right? Oh. Uh, nothing in the way of, like, any kind of abuse, nothing like that. Like, yeah. He was a great father, always there. Parents divorced at an early age Got you know, it. when I was, like, yep. four. Uh, but he was at his brother's wedding, and he fell, and he had hit his head, and he actually became deaf in one ear for the rest of his life at that point. Wow. Um, and then, you wow. know, after that, just wanting to make a change in his life, mm-hmm. and he... So... Uh, I don't know if it was that he got invited or that he just picked up a Bible, but just started going to a non-denominational born-again Christian church. Uh, and so he invited my brother and I because he really started to believe in it and wanted yep. his kids to believe in it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, very influential age of 13, 14. And, hey, you should come to this youth group. And we kept not wanting to go. We live full time, you know, with my mom. Mm-hmm. She had full custody. We would see my dad two, three days a week. Uh, we just didn't really want to get involved in that because, you know, before, I mean, I'm a much different person now, Yeah. but back then I was kind of, you know, I mean, I was outgoing to the sense of being able to make friends. I wasn't a loner by any means, but it wasn't one of those things where I wanted to really go after it. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So, uh, but I did, I started going to a youth group, uh, that started with just honestly a few kids Mm -hmm. at Mm -hmm. at a Calvary Chapel church and, um. It just kind of elevated from there. We gained friends. It, it was community, social type, you know, uh, situation. So Friday Youth Group was the thing, man. And we just looked forward to it every week. And, you know, it's it, that church does the, they call it the line-by-line, precept-upon-precept way of teaching the Bible. Okay. They were against topical teachings for that matter. So it was literally like, hey, we're now going to go through the book of Genesis. So they the would, first chapter to the last. So line by line, yes. verse by verse, if yeah. you will. No, they would definitely reference other verses. Okay. Okay? okay, Just to bring in context, especially if we were in the New Testament. But it was just a very, like, um, it wasn't, you can edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> it was very rigid okay. in terms of trying to manipulate and control just in the sense of, give a couple of examples of my early to mid teenage years. Yeah. Not supposed to watch rated R movies. Sexual things were never spoken of. And if they were, they were spoken of in a very negative way Okay, of a, you need to be married. Um, you know, so it's just one of those things that everybody's kind of doing the same thing, but you're still having a good time. 
You know, at but events. how were you having a good time? I mean, no sex, no rated R movies. I'm not understanding. <laughs> yeah. Well, the rated R movies thing was just something that they perceived wasn't happening. But you know, it was, it was. just one of those things where we didn't talk about it. Gotcha. Yeah. So, but what about the sex stuff? Uh, You're in the youth group, yeah, right? Yep. And they're telling sure. you to not have sex with anyone and not watch rated R movies. Well, yep. I mean, it was it was to the forget about sex. It was to the degree of you're not supposed to be with a female alone. You always have to be in a group. You don't want it to be perceived that you're in a situation where you are alone with a female and the things that can happen what based on our lustful church? nature. Well, born it again. wasn't, though. So that's the thing. born again, Most born-again churches claim themselves to be non-denominational. They don't want to say we're Catholic. They yeah. don't want to say we're Presbyterian or Baptist. Okay. They literally just want to say we follow Jesus. Right. So, so that Making their is own. Okay. the non-denominational side of Christianity. And I n- it never made sense to me because like they're like, I want to follow Jesus and then the whole no sex thing. So if you look at the Bible, which I know you're very well accustomed to, and mm-hmm. so am I, sure. um, is uh, we fast forward from birth to 32 years old. Mm-hmm. I believe it's 32 if I'm correct. It's 32. Yep. So in between that time, we don't have any record of what he did. Now, Jesus, Jesus was a good looking guy. Okay, Jesus was a good looking well, man. We don't know what he looked to, like. To tell, uh, but in the pictures, I to mean, tell he was me, Jesus. Yeah, it, it's to the <laughs> right. level. It's to the he level. He had confidence. Let me put it that way. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's it's a lie to At the, the level. At the very least, he compensated. That's, yeah, that's for sure. there you go. But you it's know. a lie to the level of Tim Tebow. Mm-hmm. Don't don't come in. Tell me you're an NFL quarterback and you're still a virgin. I'm showing you a liar yeah. right there. So Jesus had sex. I'm, I'm just going to tell you something though. Yeah, I think Tim Tebow's a virgin. Still to this day. That could be because of his face, though. I really do. Really? Yeah, I think he's a fucking piece Uh, of shit. Do you want to know why I think he's a virgin? Please. I wouldn't be surprised. I got married at the age of 22. Yeah. And I had sex on my wedding night. Yeah. For the first time. And I just celebrated my 11-year anniversary last Saturday. Right. Well, congratulations on that. So I've been with one woman. Yeah. Because at that time in my life, that was the way to do it. Okay. You get married rather quickly. I mean, we we started dating. We got engaged uh, on our one-year anniversary of our date, and we were married six months later. So my question is, is she the same? Is she also a virgin before you? Or, or before you? Wow, my, nice question. So, <laughs> so, uh, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome to Critical Mass. If you've never listened to us before, this is what we talk about. Your wife. How many men did she sleep with? <laughs> that's, that Let's was, just get down to the okay, nitty-gritty. That was not my question. No, that's okay. okay. That's all right. Uh, no holds barred. Uh, my wife, believe it or not, actually did not have what she would have considered a boyfriend or relationship before me. Okay, so she hadn't had sex before you. Either. That's definitely true, but she hadn't even kissed a guy before me. Okay, so really? So mm-hmm. then the question So the for, bar was set pretty low for you. I had I, mean, I personally had a couple of girlfriends in high school. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. typical high school type girlfriends. The that, holding hands. Yeah, uh, exactly. You see each other at a dance, summer comes, you're like, I don't know I don't have my license, you don't have your license, so you yeah. don't talk for three months and then you come back. You ride your yeah. bikes to, you, you ride your bikes to the still woods and finger bang like each weird. other. Yeah. Yeah, you what get was to, that? You get to like the first knuckle. And that's about it. Just that's, for the first knuckle. That's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you feel it? Yeah, it feels funny. And he's going, yeah, ow. <laughs> I actually, so funny story. I actually had a girlfriend while I was in youth group, and they, they actually kicked me out of the youth group for it. Wow. Because she was a couple years younger than I was, and they just said that it was too out in the open and inappropriate. That's wow. fucking, that to me is fucking stupid. So and they eventually invited me back in. Begins. They did eventually invite me back. Wow. In, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So where? So where? You're in youth it, group and you're getting fucked. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So where did it? Okay. So free. So youth group. Okay. Um. You know this. Where? Where did you start? 
I don't know. Okay, so I don't really know you yeah. uh, nope. uh, deeply. So I don't want to use the term lose your faith. Yeah. But I guess, unless that's the truth. Please. I can give you the long and short of it. Okay, please. Okay. So after getting married, uh, you know, still attending church. Uh, at that point, I can't remember exactly when we left this Calvary Chapel that I was going to because we eventually went to a different church. There was like a weird church split because a pastor had gotten caught cheating on his wife and he was like a main pastor in the area in the Calvary chapels. There's probably like seven or eight of them locally, like throughout, you know, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like this big deal, you know, a big church split. People started leaving. Um, the youth pastor there eventually moved on to Alabama, like just things, everything changed. Right. Uh, you know, the pastor who was a really good guy, he actually eventually passed away from, uh, getting a, a disease in his liver while he was on a missions trip helping people. Like he uh, got some parasite in a kill. Gross. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Literally. So, you know, my wife and I are going to church. Uh, we've been married now for a couple of years. We have a child, right? Mm-hmm. My son is eight years old. Okay. And he... I'm going to um, bleep out your son's name. That's fine. Okay. Continue. He, so, yeah. So he's eight years old and, and he... Uh, Great. He was a wonderful baby. Yep. In terms of, we would actually bring him to church with us. Okay. Not even like because it was our first kid, so we're yeah. really protective. We wouldn't even like put him in the kids area. He would sit through a church service, hour and a half, eyes open, not make a sound. All right. It's better than me. Yeah. Because you'd get. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's me. <laughs> Do you well, see someone it? Do you shut that man baby up. Do you hear this bullshit over here? Jesus. So, anyway. So anyway, so, continue. I'm just going to back up really quick just because an important part of the story is, you know, I have a brother who's 19 months older than I am. Uh, he was very involved in the church as well. At one point, I was leading worship at youth group. Like, we were really involved guys. We were a part of the youth group leadership, yep. uh, main faces within the church. It wasn't yep. a huge church, but it was like three, 400 people that went to it. Did they give you big hats to wear? No hats. Okay. There were no hats. No. I was, I Why could, is it I could worth actually, it then? So... <laughs> The church was founded in Costa Mesa, California, I think, back in the 70s. Uh, the actual Calvary Chapel, not the gotcha. born-again Christian idea, okay. but the, yeah. you know, the church itself. Calvary. I can Calvary. go to church. You can go into a, a local Calvary Chapel today and wear T-shirts. I, I could go like this, T-shirt right. short uh, and, and sandals. That's kind of, they, they almost pride themselves on being loose right. to where they allow that. So they're okay. trying, to, what about they're trying Jin- to say they're accepting. What about yeah. Jenko jeans and pink hair? <laughs> You know, they're accepting of all kinds, but it becomes very judgmental quickly if you right, don't of change course. that, yeah. you know. Gotcha. Uh, anyway, so my brother and I are really close. We always have been. My brother actually started to become an outcast because he started to not lose faith by any means. He still hasn't to this day, but he started to change the his thinking. He started thinking... If God's such a loving God, why would there be people burning forever in hell? Boom. And because of that one question, he thought to himself, and he had some outside influences of people who had already believed in this universal heaven idea. Yeah. Um, he started sharing those beliefs with the pastors in the church, or the pastor, the youth pastor. And, of course, they were like, that's incorrect. You need to stop thinking that way. And just because he challenged, it got to a point where they actually used the phrase wolf in sheep's clothing. Wow. Jesus. So let me, if I may, so your brother used this thing called his brain. Mm-hmm. And he Free decided thought. to use critical thinking 
which is, you know, something that we should all really be employing. And that that made him a wolf in sheep's clothing. Exactly. Yeah, That's now. I'm sorry. I smell. Do you smell that? What do you smell, Dan? What do you smell? Fear. Well, I smell bullshit, but I mean, oh, either yeah. either or it's the same thing. Yeah. So please continue. So, yeah. So, you know, he was considered somewhat of an outcast. I didn't lose my closeness with him. Um, my brother actually is a more aggressive person. In fact, we actually uh, work at the same company. We're sales guys. Oh, nice. And he is definitely a better salesman than I am. <laughs> uh, but I moved up and have been his boss for like the last four years. So, oh, wow. Which is kind of fun because he's my older brother. So Yeah, definitely. Uh, karma. But anyways, uh, so yeah, so my, my brother becomes, my brother becomes an outcast. Uh, I still stay at the church involved in the church, which I think hurt his feelings for a little while, to be honest. I think he looked at it as like, you know, you're my brother and you know, why would you stay there? But you know, we've talked about it, but I don't think he ever really held it against me because it was never anything about like me agreeing with them about him being an outcast. Cause I mean, it was to the degree where if my memory serves me correctly, they were almost hinting at you probably shouldn't hang out with your brother. Wow. Because of the influence. <sighs> okay, you know your brother's the devil, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like, uh, I'm, what do you say? It's disgusting to me. You know, you just disagree and say it's my brother and that's not going to change and they get uncomfortable about that so they don't bring it up again. Because, yeah, yeah. You know, they don't want it to be weird. So, you know, so anyways, eventually it was... Uh, Friends that I'll eventually talk about as I go further in this story that were very involved. And I remember sitting in my old house in my basement, give or take now about maybe seven or eight years ago, Mm -hmm. really giving my brother a hard time because he was talking to them about what he believed and they were still like me where it was like, no, this is the way we Mm -hmm. believe. And Mm -hmm. just the debates we had. And then the funny thing is guys that are on the completely opposite side like me now who had those arguments with him where he actually is still believing, but in his own way. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which is, it's just funny, because it was to the degree of the type of people that were like, we don't want to hang out with you. Yeah, yeah, so he went from, let's say, a level 10. He went from a 10 to like an 8. Oh, in the eyes of the And you guys right. were like, oh he my went, God. Yeah. And now you're at like a level 1 or 0, and, and he's negative, still at a level negatives, 8. If negatives, negatives are... <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So anyways. That's so funny. we have, uh, you know talking about that yeah yeah so he i'm bleep don't do that i'm just doing do all, <laughs> all the bleeps i gotta do so you, yeah. fuck you this isn't gonna come out till two weeks from now now because of that you fucking douchebag <laughs> it bleep, sounds bleep. like he doesn't mind yeah but it's no i i, I appreciate cutting it out yeah, right, yeah. I, it's the same thing fine. for my right. kid i don't do yeah, yeah, you know yeah, if man, i you're right you're he right, gets man. the same respect i get it's just easy right. for this, me to say it this isn't a born again chapel we all get the same respect yeah right okay I thought he said tax. So. You're so fucking weird. Go ahead. Anyway. So so we have my son, like I was talking about before, and. Jebediah is his name. Yes, Jebediah. (laughs) Yep. We went with Jebediah. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. No, that's incorrect. So we, great baby. Yeah. I'm saying that for a reason, because when he got to be a toddler, Mm -hmm. it was well beyond what they ever warn you of. They talk about terrible twos. Yeah. We, We actually bought like a plastic cage and <laughs> holy shit <laughs> it wasn't covered on top it looked like a, a mini ufc it was octagon. a playpen it was, yeah. it was it was yeah. but he couldn't get out i mean let's call it a cage it's a cage okay yeah he, yeah, he right? wasn't able if to you get can't out. get out let's call a spade a spade i would say it's a cage right yeah, yeah. 
uh, funny story, Christmas Day, exhausted at my mom's house. My brother and I get into an argument, and he actually gives me hell and says, at least I don't lock my children up. Whoa. That was a big fight, but... Boom. Anyways. Sick burn. So, <laughs> my toddler gets to this point now. We're going to church. is so fucking annoying. Like, waking up on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Having to pack them in the car. Ugh. Bring them to church. Yep. And just because, you know, my son actually has ADHD. He has some, you know, he's in a mixed class. Yeah. He has some issues. Things that he continues to grow out of, but takes a little bit longer. Of course, that's uh, understandable. With, I have one too. Yeah, and with, well, you're with, still growing out of your issues. Yeah, Go fuck yourself. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, so with that, you know, it just it's it became extremely difficult, and I just one day finally looked at my wife and said, "What are we doing? Like, why are we? We're literally fighting every single Sunday because of this. Like, just getting sick of it." Now, I. Never did sales in my life before the job that I have now. And and I get into this company that actually has been around for a long time. But when yeah. I got into it, it had yeah. only been here for about a year. Uh, so kind of like started up with it, which is why I was able to move up and, and get to where I am. Yeah. Uh, but, which I want to talk to you about after the show anyway. <laughs> but sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, so uh, you know, I, I formed these friendships, uh, uh, forged these friendships at work of people that enjoy going to have a drink at a bar once in a while. Now, mind you, to this point, let's see, I'm, I'm going to be 34 in November, been with this company a little over six years. I started in 2011, so that's going to be six years ago. That's 28. So up to this point, besides, you know, uh, maybe a shot. So just quick story. I'm going to get it out of the way now so there's no emotions here. My father passed away three months after my wedding. Uh, and I told uh, you he was a big influence on my life. Yeah. Uh, right. So that's been a, a major impact. It'll always be a major impact for the rest of my life. Well, of course, it's your father. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's your dad. If anyone was like, well, how could that have a major impact? Like, right. I mean, you're yeah. just fucking stupid. Uh, I, anyway. I, he was diagnosed just a couple of months after I got out of high school with ALS, and he lasted about five and a half years and passed three months after I got married. Um, so, fa- well, he so, got to see it. Yeah, and so when I say shot, like you know, uh, that Christmas we had a shot in his honor type deal. But I was I did not drink alcohol. Like I, there was no college age for me. There so was no partying. There was, was no. What do you mean? Who's it to do the shot? Well, my aunts. I mean, we were all together as family. Like, okay. hey, it's Christmas without. Yeah. You can, I'll, yeah, I'll take yeah, without my dad. You know, it's <laughs> Christmas without my dad, yeah. and uh, it was just hey, let's do a shot in his honor. And I was just like, well, yeah, sure, whatever. You know, so yeah. I just did it. And by the way, I still would not drink that alcohol today because it was Sambuca and it's the most disgusting. Oh, yeah. But that was his favorite. It's what he loved. So I like know. it in a little bit of coffee. That's the only in way fact, I take my Sambuca. In fact, if, if you, if, when I visit my dad's gravesite, uh, somebody always leaves a small bottle of Sambuca to take a shot when we go there, wow. which is pretty cool. That is actually so, really cool. I yeah, like that. Yeah, like it's pretty that. cool. So hmm. anyways, big influence in my life, but... You know, I never drank alcohol. My whole family smoked. My grandfather on my mom's side owned liquor stores for that matter. Uh, so it was definitely a, an alcohol family on both sides. Uh, smoked the whole nine. You know, it brings so families together. It, it certainly does. <laughs> uh, really, really eases those uh, holiday tensions. Now, look, sure. before, God, yeah. before I get into the gruesome details, I will say there are parts of my childhood I don't regret at all. Like, honestly, so one thing my dad taught me was don't ever regret anything in your life because you wouldn't be where you are right now. 
Very good point. And I guess if you're not happy with your life, you, you would Maybe probably you... want to change that. But I'm very happy with my life, and things wouldn't be like they are right now if yesterday didn't happen or a week ago. Like, yeah, exactly, you know, exactly. Like, <laughs> like, like Rockness, you were a cum dumpster for a while in right. uh, those downtown. Were, those were dark years. Yeah. Right, and that was a point of regret for you. Yeah, it was. Dan said something about glory holes, and I, I don't know. Yeah. Listen, they put the money through the hole. I was in a dark time. I know, you're joking, but you did have a serious problem. Yeah. Let's get real. With what? A lot of things. Yeah. But we're getting off track. We are getting off okay. track. Thanks right, so much, right. though, Dan. Bring that to light. So we've anyway. talked about we talked about the rise, and now we'll talk about the fall. So starting at this company, you know, just, hey, why don't you come out and get a drink with us? Sure. You know, kind of a pretender because it's not something I had ever really yeah. done before. But it was like, yeah, I'll go socialize with people. Uh, you know, just went you know it it was weird at first like my wife would question it and things were a little weird at this point we're still actually attending church oh um this was right around the time my son was just about to be two so this was when we started getting to that point of frustration yeah like you know this just isn't making sense for us anymore so we started going less and less frequently i'm really involved at work because going from a you know, call center job to where I'm getting a weekly paycheck to sales that it takes two months to get paid when you first start. Yeah. Uh, call center, huh? I have no like, idea what that's about. Yeah. No, you don't. So, so it's, it's, you know, it was frightening at first taking that risk because again, I didn't have a lot of confidence my, in myself back in the day, but my brother was showing how, showing me how well he was doing. So I said, okay, I'll go over and I'll give it a try. Definitely. Because at that point we had had two kids and we wanted my wife to be a stay at home mom, had to make a change. So I go to this company it's different than anything I've ever seen. We've definitely grown up since when I started, but it was like the, the we go to this week of training uh, where we're in Syracuse and we have a pretty good time. We'll say that. <laughs> I don't really know how to I have like that it. good of a time at this point in my life, but uh, does anyone we have, have a good time, time in Syracuse? Yeah, I mean, I've. It's not that bad. I it's would go there for business trips. Now, what is Punani? Punani is actually an, uh, a term from India. Okay. okay. And it's like a food that you eat. Is that a dressing? Yes, yeah, a dra- Punani dressing. Okay. Yes. Punani dressing. At your local Wegmans. Yep. Try it out. So you're in the queues and you're doing lots <laughs> of um, satanic things. Lots of satanic things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Uh, things so, that, at the very least, things that the church probably would not approve well, of. Well, so here's the thing. At this point, I'm well out of the Calvary Chapel uh, system that I was in before. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm attending a church that is... Same non-denominational idealism with way more loose acceptance. Gotcha. Okay, so they don't give you a hard... Like, I remember a specific teaching of this pastor that I actually appreciated where he said, if, you know, because back when I was in this youth group and everything, living with somebody before you're married was considered a sin. Super sin. So you lived with her before you were married? I did not. Oh, you did not? No, no, not at all. We literally sexed the first night. Jesus, I yeah. gotta try out yeah. the. I, I didn't tr- even have sex on my wedding night. Listen, I gotta try the milk before I buy the cow, I and I know that sounds so terrible. It really does because I would never compare a woman I've been with to a cow as a heifer. Yeah, but although it, there was one, hey oh, there was more than one. Yeah, um, but <laughs> but you know you gotta try out the milk. I mean, what if the first night you just you're not good at sex, or you realize you're allergic to hey, milk? And look, you prefer there's juice. a lot of these things that we even talk about to this day. Oh, right on. When looking back on it, uh, I'll get to that eventually. Okay. Uh, so at this point, you didn't know she likes to fuck you. <laughs> no, <Okay>. pegging. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I would have said no. <laughs> 
anyway, anyway. So, so at this point, uh, like I said, new company, couple years in, you know, more and more, again, developing friendships that were different than I had experienced before, where it was, uh, you know, a lot more acceptance of individualism, you know? Yeah. Uh, so started enjoying drinking, never to an alcoholic level like any of my family members before. To this day, I've probably only been considerably drunk maybe five or six times in my life. Like, it's just not... I don't enjoy it that much. I have a weak stomach as it is. I get motion sick. Like, I just... I'm not into it. I've been considerably sober five or six times in my life. I definitely enjoy it, but I'm not, like, crazy about it, you know? No, I get you. I just, like, when you say five or six times in your life, and you're, what, 34? Gonna be 34 soon. Okay, so I don't... I can't even count. Because you're an alcoholic. Well, no, I'm not an alcoholic. An alcoholic... (laughs) Did you know the definition of an alcoholic is more than one drink per week? That's the actual clinical definition. I don't believe it. That's true. Look it up. No. Um, my That's have, equivalent to the federal government saying that marijuana is a, like a level one drug. See? Right. See? He's right. Listen to his words. Listen to his, his words. Face words. I'm looking we're, at his We're going to talk about marijuana his today, fa- too. I hope so. Yeah. Um, the so, devil's plant. But I have, I have my own definition of being an alcoholic. They if actually I may. call it lettuce. If I may. My, my definition of being an alcoholic, and people tend to agree with me. Sleeping is, in your own piss. <laughs> Okay, so that was one time, and I prefer that you didn't tell people that on the radio. Um, I My definition is if you need to wake up in the morning, okay, mm-hmm. and have a drink, and have a drink. <laughs> to go like, to work. Like we're doing now. But if you need to get up in the morning to have a drink to go to work, mm-hmm. you're an alcoholic. Yeah. Period. Mm. I work a Monday through Friday, and I don't drink. I go to work Monday through Friday. On the weekends, eh, it's really none of your business what I do. You don't drink uh, during the week? At night, I might have a nightcap. I might have a. I might have a, a brew, maybe two at the most. Oh. Um, I yeah. might have a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I, I don't eight eight to ten somewhere in there. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I don't even. <laughs> I'm not even there. You remember my period? I need to get out of that, and I have done a very good job of you that. You have. So that's yeah, I life. enjoy I enjoy a cold beer with dinner. You know, but I don't need to have more than one, sometimes two. Yeah. Okay, but what about if I'm mowing the lawn? What about if I'm, I have a beer after I mow the lawn, but I have a beer after I mow the lawn. What if I'm doing the cat litter, uh, the laundry? I mean, okay, now you have a problem. You need, to, <laughs> you need to get help. It's hard to do the cat litter one-handed while you drink a beer. It is hard. Maybe you shouldn't have five fucking cats. So legs. So uh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. So a blanket of this whole thing is in this realm of Christianity and in, in the church that I got involved in. Very rare anybody actually ever act like asked you how you're doing with God. It was very like superficial almost, you know, like the presence of it all was all during occasion, whether it was a Sunday morning or a Friday night or Mm -hmm. a I mean, guys, just to rewind for a second, I used to go to Friday night youth group, Saturday night prayer, Sunday morning church, Sunday night prayer, and sometimes Thursday night. And eventually I got to a point where I stopped going one or two of those nights because I was working full time. So uh, I started God. working full time. I never went to college. The, the backstory of that really quick is because I actually got fired from Wegmans when I was 17. Fantastic um, story. For stealing, which I did not steal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was bottle receipts that my previous manager said, we used to buy us donuts or subs or whatever yeah. that people left behind. That manager left. New manager came in. A couple of us were like, oh, let's buy some lunch with this today. Yeah. And they they called it stealing. So I lost the scholarship, the whole nine. I never wow. ended up in college. 
I went to the local community college and got my money back like a day before they would have taken half of it as the deposit. Uh, so that altered my life drastically. Like now, again, so already involved in this church. So college was also kind of to a degree looked down upon. I, I, not not right. necessarily it's a the idea of it's getting a, place a career of thinking. there. Right. right. It's a place or, of thinking. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, or partying, but uh, perception. You yeah. Know? yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm not saying that the church said not to go to college. I'm saying that not going to college was like, hey, you know, perfectly no normal. Yeah. It's absolutely. like masturbating on a plane. It's not illegal, but it's frowned upon. Yeah, sure. All right, Louis yeah. C.K. No, that was uh, Zach Galifianakis, actually. Oh. Uh, Hangover, the first one. Why don't you watch no, a, mo- no, watch a movie? No, no, no. Watch no, no, a no. movie. Why don't you watch a fucking movie? Get an Louis education. C.K. Get an education. No, fucker, listen. Get an education. <laughs> Louis C.K. said it about uh, masturbating on a subway. Okay, on a subway. Okay, that's derivative, though, so don't okay. fucking... Okay, so, so I, trust me, I'm not anti-Zach Galifianakis. I'm quoting Galifianakis. I'm telling you I'm quoting that Galifianakis. is derivative Actually, of Louis C.K.'s do you work. Want, I think we're going outside. In in we're the going outside right now, everyone. Dan, we're going outside. Dan's actually on the way to looking like Zach Galifianakis. Seriously. Seriously. You My just hero. Need, he needs literally <laughs> about five more pounds. That's it? Just five? Well, did, did Zach lose weight? I don't. Yeah, he did. He lost a lot of weight. Damn it! I was associated. He's probably lighter than I am now. Yeah, but you're ugly. So I love Zach. (laughs) Why don't you cry about it, saddlebags? That's a that's a Louis C.K. Who was that? Who was that? Why don't you cry about it, saddlebags? Yeah, eat a dick. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, lags. Go fuck yourself, Dan. Lags, if you please continue the story. Okay. So. (laughs) I just want to. It would hurt you so bad to smash a bottle over your head, but I'm thinking about it. Smash okay. the bottle over my head. Do it. Okay. Fucking pussy. Try to wrap this this wow. long-winded story up. So, yes, please. We've been waiting. Uh, <laughs> so long. Life takes so long. It does. Uh, so, this is going to be a long episode. Yeah. So uh, church is done at this point. We stopped going. And the reason why I talked about the blanket of superficial, like, you know, occasional... Uh, praise i guess you would call it is my wife and i since we've been married never got into really praying together we never got into like reading the bible together so there are the diehards that definitely do that stuff but most of my social group never was really that diehard like they were always i hate to say it but they were always getting caught like oh you would hear somebody watched a rated r movie or you would hear you know and then eventually at some point in youth group the the pornography talk came in and it was like refreshing that you actually realize that there were other people that, you know, had the the desires that you did, I guess you could say, right? Yeah, right. You, you weren't alone. Human yeah, desires. Penis. Absolutely. It's hard. Exactly. But my wife and I, again, we never really talked about this stuff. It was more just about let's attend church and we both call ourselves believers. We maybe pray over a meal here and there. Even that stopped with us eventually. But when we were, you know, her parents, if we were to go there today, they would still pray before the meal. Like that's normal. Uh, I still have people that don't even know that I'm not involved anymore or that I don't believe anymore, really. Wow. Uh, in, in what I used to. Wow. Because it's just fucking easier not to, like, argue. You yeah. know, so I don't bring it up to the people that I might still keep in contact with that I still consider good people yeah. that are friends that are still in the church. I mean, we have a couple that we hang out with maybe once a year. Yeah. And as far as they know, we're still believers. But, yeah. But, you know. It's just worth. It's it's not worth talking Did you about. Say believers? I wouldn't lie about it. If he asked me about it and said, "Where are you at?" or like, you know, do you go to church? Like, they love to ask that question. Where do you go to church? That's like your yeah staple question. You know, to go well, to. Well, it's but, like being a Rochesterian. Which Wegmans do you shop at? Yeah, exactly. It's the same, <laughs> it's exactly it's the same thing. Yeah. Exactly that. 
So church ends. I'm again involved in this company, moving on up, getting into leadership uh, within the company, managing people, which was new to me, um, and just again the going back to my my brother talking about well, what about this heaven being forever thing, or like what about this God and and damning yeah. all these people if he's supposed to be this loving God? You know, maybe the 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 sacrificial. Uh, lamb Christ on the cross was actually to defeat sin altogether. And, and that means that it doesn't matter if you're Hitler, Saddam Hussein, or Dan. Yeah. I mean, he, right would on put, the same well, I would put Dan on, and Donald Trump too. I'd put them all on, right the, on the, the same, same level. Right. <laughs> on the same level. Yeah. Just right. pure Satan. All on one end of the spectrum. Yes. Therefore, so we're all sinners, and then we're all saved of sin at the same right. time. Right. And, and my brother actually had verses to back that up. It was. The reconciliation of all men. There are scriptures that point to that. Talking about like Christ's sacrifice actually being... I mean, even John 3.16, the most well-known verse of all time. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Right? Now, the whosoever believe is where they really get hung up on. But then right. there's other scriptures that you can look at that it's like Christ died for all men but only like 0.00001% of them get to be with him forever. And those kind of thoughts plague me. Like if you think about the vastness of time, now diehard Christians believe we've only been here for seven or 8,000 years. I actually in our high school, Dan, gave our not chemistry biology teacher a thing that I like typed up on a computer that no. was supposed to prove no you did not why evolution was not real uh, oh no I never told anybody about this from uh, high school but I did in the world it's Mr. G Mr. G oh my god the Mr. G so well, you're, that, you, that's a whole other story so oh my maybe god that, maybe okay but it's real but you I know evolution about. is real right sure and and so but at that time that was one of those things yeah. evolution is not a real thing wow. right like we were have only been here six to seven thousand years we existed with dinosaurs the flood happened oh my god all of that it was well, let's, all let's, golden arc let's earmark that because i actually have a thought on evolution and god i want to go i want to when when we get to that I'm it's hard for yeah you i'm sure up. we're going to talk about a lot of philosophical things so again Thoughts start plaguing me. I, I'm, I'm enjoying myself a little bit more, you know, again, with friendships where it's like, hey, let's go have a drink. Let's have a good time. Um, very responsible father, husband, like great. I mean, our marriage has been great pretty much through and through, except to a point that I'm going to talk about in a second. Uh, so church is done. Uh, having these doubts or thoughts of like, well, what about this and what about this? And just it was just over. Just like I used to tell people about how I quote unquote got saved, I never had one of those defining moments like you used to hear in the church, the guys that would get up and be like, and then the door swung open and the light turned on without anybody touching the switch. And it's like, no, that's not my story. Yeah. <laughs> I was just 14. <laughs> I just got involved in this youth group and right. I got a lot of friends because of it and traveled with people and had yeah. a good time. So right. I guess I believe that was really it. It was like, well, I just gradually like accepted this. Right. Um, just Jesus thinking, Christ, just thinking man. back, this is how kind of fucked up it is. I used to walk on Monroe Avenue. Yeah. Saturday nights, we would call it street witnessing. Oh As a 14-year-old kid, <laughs> I would approach 50 and 60-year-old dudes on the street who were poor and tell them why their life was fucked up and try to save them. Wow. I mean, did you have money on you? Because that's what they needed. Right. No, absolutely not. Of course not. Because uh. the money went to the church. 
Yeah. Jesus Christ. So literally. But there wasn't necessarily a defining moment for you that that said I'm I'm uh, I'm done with this. I was there. Cash my chips. Well, no, I'm going to talk about a defining moment of what I consider based on my uh, Google research. Am I allowed to say Google? Yeah, yeah. you can say okay. Google. Right. Now, based I, on my uh, Google can we, research, well, they're can listening we, to us right now. Can we take? <laughs> can we take a break? Yeah, let's take a no, break. We're, we're 45 take minutes in. Let's take a break. Yeah, this could be. You've been choking on your iron lung here for a while, so I oh, obviously you, you know what you should do. You should just go fuck yourself. Is yeah, what okay. you should do. All right, with a fucking barbed dildo. Okay, with a barbed dildo. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna. That's appropriate. I, I swear to God, when when Lags leaves, I'm going to dominate your asshole. He's he's <laughs> knee deep into a great story, an excellent his, story. His oh, I'm sorry, I've been drinking beer. I have to urinate, and then I you, have to no, pee. and then you have to turn around America. and smoke on your vape machine. America, I have to urinate. Yeah, just drown me out because you know what I'm saying is true. So I I enjoy an e-cig, and I I'm enjoying you. his story, and I'd like him to finish it. I, I just have. To I love pee. you, and I'm sorry. Let's go. Okay, we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Please stay tuned for the rest of the story because. Um... Shut up! Obviously, they are. All right. Thanks a lot. We'll be right back. <laughs> if you're looking for a refinishing, a ceiling, and a protection for your cement services, especially your garage, check out Eagle Epoxy at eagleepoxy.us. They can also be found on Facebook at Eagle Epoxy. Or their phone number for a free quote, 585-402-4971. Tell them the Rockness Monster sent you for a free quote. Check them out. Wow, that was a very vigorous sexual session you and I just had. Oh my god. I am out of breath and out of fluids. But uh, thanks for sticking around, listeners. Thank you. And uh, we're here with Lags, and we're talking about his fall from grace. Yes. Uh, The time he and Jesus broke up. Um, <laughs> who get, got the dog? Yeah, who, who did get the dog in that in that breakup? But really, uh, we were just talking about you had to Google something, and yeah. what was that? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so at this point, again, I'm not really uh, believing much anymore. I had plenty of doubts. hadn't been going to church. Wife and I never talked about it. I couldn't necessarily pinpoint the day for you, but it was sometime in the early fall, late summer of 2015. Oh, wow. It's pretty recent. Yeah. I remember waking up, and again, I I think about my father a lot, because he he died to me what was a really kind of important age. Like, he never got to meet my kids kind of thing, so like, he hasn't seen the success that I have now, and obviously, uh, through human nature, when, when you have what we would consider to be a proper family. Yeah. You want to impress your dad. You want him to be proud, that kind of thing. You of know? course, so, of course. So so I woke up one day, and I have no idea why I thought this, but I thought to myself, and this was, so now I'm about to be 34. This would have been when I was uh, 32, right? Or I was about to be 32. And I woke up and was like, man, when I turn 32, I will be only 15 years away from the age my father was when he passed because he was he uh, died when he was 47. That's a rough that's a rough thought, dude. That's yeah. young. Yeah. Man. So I have no idea why I thought it, but I did, and it f- freaked the hell out of me. Like I, it would just bother me. Like I, I at this point in my life, I know 15 years is not that long of a time. Now, no. when you have kids, man, as soon as no. you have kids, like no. time is just like exactly done. So, so the thought of this, and then it just I, I don't know. I, you could call it a downward spiral, whatever, but. I started going out a lot, and it wasn't really fair to my wife. We had a little bit of a rough patch because of it, just because I wasn't around a lot, to be honest. Yeah. But I think I was, like, really kind of freaking out, and this was the way I was handling it. 
uh, I reconnected with, ironically, and this is my favorite part of the story, I reconnected with a couple of friends of mine, uh, John and, and Tom, and uh, they were in youth group with me from the time I can remember going to youth group. Mm-hmm. They were there, uh, and we were all hardcore back then. Like We were all really into it. These aren't even like... There are some kids, obviously, that just would go sometimes. And yeah. They, they never really bought into it that much, but they would go. They had Jesus tattoos Hell, I on even their brought, back. I even brought a, a people from high school before to, to youth group a couple of times. Uh, you asked me several times. Yes, I did. <laughs> I wonder politely. What, I wonder politely. What Dan very said. politely. Yeah. He, yeah. Well, yeah he, no. You're like, hey, man, the oh. invitation's always open. Come, yeah. come. I'm like, oh. mm, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I, I just started going through this period in my life that uh, what, the reason why I referenced Google is because at some point I had wondered if I was going through some kind of crisis. I'm not the type, I don't deal with anxiety or anything like that. I actually, I really feel bad for people who fight depression and things like that because, you know, I think everybody has a day where they wake up sometimes they just feel off. If I felt that every day, I, I can't imagine. Like, I yeah. feel for those people. But this was not one of those things. I didn't fall into some depression. I didn't have anxiety about things. It was just... That one thought triggered this, like, you know, I'm obviously, like, something has changed at this point. I reconnect with these friends, and we go out to have drinks one night. Uh, There were actually four of us, and so they didn't quite know how much I had changed at this point, so they were a little reluctant, but um, I I know the exact day because of the whole Facebook memory thing where you look back on the day. So the day that we went out, uh, right as we were about to leave after drinking a few drinks, my friend said, well, we're going to go back to his place and actually smoke some weed. And at this point, <laughs> the idea of any drug, including marijuana, was so far from what I had ever been around, thought about. You know, there's, you know, within the company, there's people that I knew of, you know. Yeah. Uh, whatever, that enjoyed, whatever. That's not important. But at this point, I had been so shielded from that. Yeah. That, like, I don't even think I fully understand or understood at this point marijuana yeah. as a drug. Like, I, like, the effects of it, whatever. But, again, I'm in this point in my life now where I'm, like, shit, I'm 15 years away from, you know, whatever. That thought that I had. And I'm, like, kind of freaking out from that. So... I'm like, sure, I'll go back. And we went back to his place, and they were like, do you want to try it? And I said, well, sure. So this was the first time, at just before I was turning 32, yeah. was the first time I had ever smoked a joint. Oh, man. Um, Did you get high? It was a weird night, because I actually remember it vividly, and it's nothing like every single day since. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were drinking at the time uh, when you smoked yeah, and, the, this and so, joint? So the funny thing is that we talked earlier about like being an alcoholic, and I, I understand you're... So uh, I understand, Rockness, when you said that you think alcoholic, wake up in the morning, whatever. When I talk about my father having been an alcoholic, yeah. he didn't wake up and have a drink, but it was like regularly he would get himself to that point where it was it was a vice. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I got if you. If it's a vice and it's something you can't do without. Yeah. Like if somebody, if I, whatever, if I went on a vacation tomorrow and it was somewhere where there was no alcohol, I would be just fine. Yeah. It would be a little depressing. Yeah, I, but I'm I would with be you fine. There. You know, yeah, it, it I'm would not be level. a huge deal to me. Yeah. Um so we I smoked that night and I did not tell my wife. And so this oh, was boy. a defining moment because Uh-oh. up to this point there was nothing we kept from each other. Yeah, no secrets. Ever, ever. It's good ever, marriage. You know. Uh so th- this is October 2015. Fast forward to uh January 2016. So just a few months later, mm-hmm. uh, things are a little rough at this point. 
uh, with the wife. We've had some uh, a couple of serious talks at this point, and I got back from interviewing guys that were looking to get promoted within the company. I got back from those where I was in Syracuse again. We're based out of Syracuse, so I get back from this Syracuse trip that I took. Uh, actually, my wife and I had really great sex, and uh, all right, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. What does that mean? Yeah, Dan's never had really great sex before <laughs> in his entire life. Huh. Really great sex with your wife. Yes, I, yep. I, it is possible. Could you? Uh, it sounds just, mythological, but okay. it is possible. So whatever that is, that happened. Yep, yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So so that happened, and I'm I'm laying next to her, and I looked at her and was like, uh, I smoked marijuana. Like I just told her. Yeah. You know. You know? And ironically, I had this conference call I had to get on almost 60 seconds later that I had to be on. So we couldn't even talk about it. I dropped this bomb on her, and then I'm (laughs) gone for an hour on the phone. I think that she knew, based on your dreadlocks and uh, hippie uh, t-shirt that you were wearing, the tie-dye shirt you were wearing, I think she knew. I think she knew. Suspicious, (laughs) at the very least. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So... Yeah, so so I told her about it, and it was a very weird time because obviously she was really upset. We had always joked before that we would only ever try it if it became legal. Yeah, uh, you know where we are, and and yeah, so it was just a it was a weird day. Uh, you know, it, it was. She eventually came to understand it, accept it, um, and now it's it's a regular part of my life, to be honest. And it's it's one of those things that again. If I go on a vacation, I took a cruise re- earlier this year. Yeah, I didn't smoke for a week. It was no big deal. Yeah, you know, life goes it's on. It's just something that I enjoy. It's exactly. something that takes the stress off. It's something that, honestly, like I've become closer with my friends because of. As weird as that sounds, like it's not that we need that to be close well, friends, it, but no, it's I a recreational, social. Like we enjoy it. You know. Well, you go. If I may quote Bob Marley, quick. Bob sure. Marley said, "If you go into the Bible and you look at every point in the Bible where." the term God's love is referenced. Mm-hmm. They're talking about weed. <laughs> I don't think that's accurate. That's, that's a quote by Bob Marley <laughs> though, because God, yeah, apparently, you know, there. God put weed on the earth. Mm-hmm. And then of course there's a poster I had in my dorm room that said, do you want one or not? Dan? Jesus. Well. I didn't see it. I was You're fucking watching idiot. you um, crash and burn about this Bob Marley story. That doesn't exist. That's, that's a true thing. A true thing. You're that's a true thing. Let's I mean, guzzle. Let's guzzle. I don't know if that's actually what they had in mind. The first one was for me, but that's okay. I got one. I gave this. I got this and this. I'm waiting for you to open my fucking beer. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. So We're keeping this in. For the, the listeners, for the listeners that's staying, that can't see us, is that. So We've been drinking Lag, Corona lights. Legs grabs, uh, has a beer, and, he ha- and he's holding it to Dan because Dan has the opener because Coronas don't twist off. Dan just grabs the beer and says, oh, this is mine now. <laughs> then, then, then Legs hands Dan another beer, and Dan goes, Rockness Monster, here you go, have a beer. So I grab it. So then Legs grabs another Corona and goes to hand it to Dan, and Dan's like, what are you doing? We all have beers. He goes, motherfucker, I have been waiting for you to open my beer for the past two beers that I just handed to you. It was pretty funny. So those beers weren't even meant for us, but here I am, and That's here okay. we are. No, I, no I, I'm happy to hand them out. It's wonderful. But going back to what I was saying We're about Bob Marley. But we started drinking it. Why not? Nothing wrong. I mean, we we actually we wanted to make this a part of the show. It's God's day. Yes, we're supposed to rest. 
We are and resting. Alcohol helps you rest. Exactly. I don't know about Am you. I wrong? I don't know Am about wrong? you. Nothing legs, wrong with that. But every day is God's day for me. No, but oh, like God. definitively, <laughs> right? This was the day of. This rest. is the one that he rested. This on. is the one where we're all going to hell because if you ever worked a job where you worked on a Sunday, I, I hate to tell you, been there. I've done it. Yeah. Well, we're all we're all damned. But I, okay, so if he rested on Sunday, mm-hmm. yeah, don't you think that should be the party day? Sure, I'm talking about working. Yeah, yeah. Working work on a it. Sunday, you're not supposed to work on, you know. Anyways, anyways, that's the anyway. So, so, let's, so let's go back to We're where very close to the end of this. So, so where we can start getting deeper? Yeah. So where did where did it end for you? So last thing I heard was you and your wife fantastic sex. You admitted that you smoked pot, did, then it yep. became a regular part of your life. You yep. guys got yep, over yep, it. Yep. It was one of those like first month, and so this is why I was going out a lot because the first month I was smoking. I didn't, was never going to bring it at home. In my mind at that point, I'm never bringing it at home. I have three kids. I have of a wife course, that of doesn't course. know. So, like, I'm going to my friends almost every night because yeah. we're enjoying it. And, you know, so, and then a month later it turned into, well, how much does it cost? And then it was, you know, down, <laughs> yep. all downhill from there. So, yep. uh, you know, Been uh, there. I, I, you know, I'm very, I will say this as a disclaimer, I'm very responsible. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't ever smoke like before a work shift nothing like that you know it's a no. nighttime take the edge off at the end of the day type yep. thing enjoy you know as it should be as it should be you know you, you're going out you're, you're going to the playground with the kids you don't need to to, to smoke marijuana mm-hmm. before that you need to go to work right. yeah i think you have a problem you don't need right. to smoke marijuana before that <laughs> yep. kids are in bed yep. the day is done Mm-hmm. You're watching a movie or possibly just a screensaver. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and you decide to take a couple of puffs. There's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with well, that. So period. The way that really goes is you're watching a movie, then you smoke, and then you're watching a screensaver. <laughs> right. Good point. You get confused. Right. Very true. How did we get to this? Ooh, mountains. Ah. Uh, anyway, anyway. So, yeah. So, I mean, look, I couldn't believe what it did to food. I couldn't believe what it did right? to music. Like, I just loved it. Like, really, it was something different. And reconnecting with these guys that I had known for so many years was extremely important. They're my closest friends. Like, we pretty much told each other everything at this point. And uh, so, yeah, at that point, you know, my wife had already known it, that we weren't religious anymore. She knew that. Yeah. Uh, but those were some of the talks that came up after the admission of this. And so I guess even from there, so now that was 2015, here we are 2017, almost exactly two years later. Excuse me. And so, yeah, it's just at this point in our lives now, it's, it's just a known thing within the household. Um, It's, we don't believe the things that we used to believe. You know, I think my wife still is figuring things out. Yeah. But she very much so is not at all what we were before. Now, this is my, I said the that one part was my favorite part of the story, but the real favorite part of my story is these friends that I'm talking about yeah. were married just like I was, and they went through divorces. And many people who came out of this church system are completely different people today mm-hmm. because they woke up at some point. Yeah. And so I like divorce after divorce after divorce, things that happen and... Honestly, during these rougher moments of this midlife crisis, so to speak, Google claims it was a midlife crisis. So. Yeah. Well, Google's yeah. right. Google. Do we get, <laughs> Don't question uh, do Google. Do they pay us at all? Or? Not at no, all. They okay. get no, us. We're not there yet? No. no. Right. And Google, if you're listening, <laughs> we are looking for sponsors. Well, we know they are listening. They're yeah, always listening. Always. Anyway. 
So, so yeah, so I, you know, this midlife crisis or whatever you would want to call it, uh, and just things changing and so that was, I mean, that really is it. Like, so at this point in my life, you know, I, I if you want to begin talking about whatever we might believe these days, I will just say that marijuana has me thinking a lot of ways Yeah. yeah. most nights. Uh, I will say that I regularly think about why the hell am I here? And I also think about what happens when I die. But, wow. but I'm never going to claim to know again. And it's a very freeing feeling and thought that you can have logical, mm-hmm. uh, smart conversations with people about this kind of thing and it not be taboo, which I think even to those who don't believe, it's still a taboo subject sometimes. Yeah. Com- completely, completely. You know, so I, I think it's a taboo subject, but I, I like having the conversation because um, as weird as this might sound, one of the things that I feel like has happened over the last couple of years is really discovering myself yeah and to the degree of like almost taking over my mind in a sense yeah okay because it was so brainwashed before and so you know guided by something that was taught to me at a really early age that was very influential yeah uh to where now i was having a lot more individual thought that's you know <clears throat> i mean that's that's the best that is the best so i'm gonna ask one question mm-hmm. in sort of sort of culmination in terms of what i believe with the whole born again situation is yeah. do you feel no wrong answers? Do you feel that you were once part of a cult? Hon- honestly. Yes. yes. Okay. I-, I can definitively say yes, because I've gotten to a point in my life where picking up on new television shows that, you know, Netflix, they drop a whole fucking season of like the 16 keepers? episodes that I watched it. I'm going to get to that. So the I'm keepers? glad you said that. Yikes. I'm watching, you know, all these documentaries. That's like all I'm interested in these days. Because I find, I find three kids, my career, like, it's really tough for me. Look, I'm not a Game of Thrones Thrones guy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. None of us are. But, but, this but, is a Game of Thrones safety case. Free yeah. room. It's a, it's right. a, Fuck that show. It's a G-O-T free room. Yeah, so right. Fuck Game of Thrones. I watched like five episodes and I just, look, I'm sure it's fantastic. <laughs> I love that. I don't have the time for it. I just don't. Like, I was a, yeah. I was a big video gamer back in the day. Yep. These days... Like, unless it is a... Major release. Yeah, like, it may, I was very into the Batman games. I love those. Hell yeah, those. I've beaten I'm all those. I'm looking forward to Red Dead Redemption I've beaten 2. Right. That's his great. response. I've Look, beaten them. Fallout. <laughs> I mean, I played all Fallout 4. I played that yesterday. He actually pushed his glasses up his nose yeah. as he said it. I've beaten those. <laughs> Fuck yourself, dude. <laughs> Playing so, them's not so, enough. But, like, I haven't played a video game in probably two years now at this point. Last Batman release, honestly. Uh, Grand Theft Auto, if that comes out, I'm playing it. Why? Because it's fucking mindless. Exactly. And if I don't have to think, it can be a lot of fun. Exactly. Right? I just talked to, um, you know, my uh, Sig, Sig Fig. Yep. Um, Sig, Sig, yeah, sure. And uh, I'm getting the, you know, I'm getting more time to, to game because I have yeah. just really put that, put that aside. Mm-hmm. And what's being realized is when I have an hour or two to mindlessly play a game, I'm I come out like relaxed, no anxiety. I have anxiety mm-hmm. issues, no anxiety because I have just yeah. gotten that chance to Look, during, put myself in another world. During the break, I couldn't remember why I said Google. 
Yes. I'm not going to remember playing Fallout a week ago. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck I was yeah. on a mission of. Exactly. I'm not going to remember that. Same and here. And if I'm I not going to remember that, I'm not going to enjoy it. I just exactly. downloaded a game. I wasted a lot of money on video games that I played once or twice. Yeah. Ouch. And I finally got to a point where I was like, I'm not spending another dime unless I'm playing it. I'm right what there with the, you. you know? Unless it's a major release, yeah. I'm not going to buy it. What about Absolutely. renting, like Gamefly? Uh, Who fucking rents anymore? Yeah. What are you talking? What does that even mean? I will Define invest. Rent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I will invest in a major um, release that will that is like a story. Became buy three movies for twenty dollars. I have a really stupid. Oh yeah. Five hundred DVD collection at home that I never right. open anymore. Jesus. But I stopped gaming. Okay. So well, I I downloaded a video game where I shoot dirty bridge trolls in the head with a sniper rifle. <laughs> I don't. Uh, is there a punchline? <laughs> no, but I'm looking right at you. Uh, okay, that's nice. Anyways, yeah, I don't smartphone game either. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I. So, anyways, I'm watching documentaries. So, I we talking about that because you had said, uh, was it a cult? Right. Yeah. Uh, for what I've seen now, you yeah. know, learning more about Scientology, not because I'm looking to follow it by any means. <laughs> yeah, no, God, uh, no. But but watching like the controversy of it, watching the story of Jim jo- Jim Jones and all of his followers. Yep. Charles Manson. Yep. Right. Uh, all these defining characters in history that manipulated people. Yep. To sadistic degrees, not just believing in a fairy tale, but actually luring them in a sense to do things that are inhumane. Yeah, I mean, besides just, I mean, not just having sex with them. Right. I want everyone to know that sex I was... Sex is always involved. Yes. Always. I was, that was my only goal at the youth group. I didn't want anything else. I didn't want to indoctrinate them. Don't look at me. Subconsciously, it I'm was, it was every yeah. male's goal at youth group was sex. Sub- of course. At least subconsciously. Of course. Right. Well, we have dicks. It was suppressed, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, call, yes, uh, lots of fond memories. No matter what I say about it, lots of fond memories. These guys that I know now that I smoke with and have a great time with, and I have honestly, I'd put it up. It's just like people would say, "Oh, my kid's the cutest ever," and you know, I yeah. love my my kid more than anybody. I mean, I would, you know, as queer as it might sound, I would put up my friendships with these couple of guys with any friendship out there and yeah. say we're extremely close. Yep. And I think it's because of our history, you know. So again, like my dad taught me, do I regret it? No. I've actually learned from it. Yeah. I don't regret the fact that my wife's the only person that I've, I've been with. Like, I, I think about those things. People, it's funny. I used to people tell people that back in the day, and it's almost like there's a respect factor for it. Because I think sometimes people are like, I was probably too much of a whore. And yeah. they regret that, yeah. right? And, yeah. and I don't have that regret. I regret nothing, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> she regret uh, so, the clothes so, you're wearing today. Yeah. So uh, you're gonna I ju- time out. You're gonna fucking judge me on my clothes. Yeah, you're not wearing. You're wearing any Star cargo Wars pants stuff. Wearing any from Star Wars 1998. Stuff. You motherfucker. Okay, first and of all, a Star Wars shirt that you continue to pull the collar out on, and it's disgusting. When's the last time you even washed that shirt? Last week, and then I put it. And you've on. been wearing it for an entire week. And that's not true. I see guacamole on it and jizz stains. Okay, you're those... a pathetic human being. So if you're I'm wearing, a, if I'm gonna interject really quick. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Just uh. So do you, uh, I'm going to tell you guys why I'm wearing a Rams shirt. Well, you're a Rams fan. Right. But but so back in the, uh, eh, it was probably April, okay. May, I called DirecTV and I said, I want to cancel my Sunday ticket. Oh, they and, were not happy. And he was really trying to push for me to keep it. Like, oh, and okay. I was like, look, sir, You'll lose I'm friends. not <laughs> spending another dime yeah. on the franchise that is. 
the Los Angeles Rams. Wow. And he stopped pushing. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> well, that's funny. He stopped pushing. Okay. And canceled it on the spot when All I said right. Wow. Now, I'm That's wearing, how bad the Rams. All he had to just say was the terrible, Rams. He was like, really okay. bad. Now, but I'm wearing the shirt because we're 2-0 and in the preseason. There you go. That's well, not, <laughs> yeah, because that fucking matters. Something to be proud of. At some point in the season, because it won't happen again, right. but being 2-0 and in the preseason, it's a good thing. Yeah. You're not um, losing your faith in the Rams. Now, being though, a Rams right? fan, did you feel like you were in a cult? <laughs> 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 but, okay, so a couple things, yep. if I may. Sure. Um, Number one, thank you for your story. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can't even. I I loved that, and I cannot wait for our listeners to listen to that all of that. And I hope that it it kind of opens people up um, to the possibilities of what I like to call it being fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. <laughs> See, that's because in this in the world, fucking wrong. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, he's but, right though. But he's listen, right. I I have my my story is much shorter than yours. Sure. Um, but I I like to share it. That's if you guys what Dan don't mind. said. Before I, I, I mind completely. He, Dan mind. mentioned something about your story being shorter than most. <laughs> Lots of things uh, in his life are shorter than most. Not my except his cock. Everybody. On. Well, we talked about that last week. Okay. And I do wish Bill was here for this episode. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Because he he would have well, a lot to say. Bill's moved on. I mean, the circus calls. The circus calls. Do? Yeah, and he's on the road. Um. But anyway. Um. Okay. So. Uh, I was I was ra- born into Roman Catholic. My parents, my father's an immigrant. Mm-hmm. My mother's parents are immigrants. Roman Catholicism, period. And I mean, I, baptism, first communion, first reconciliation, yep. first raping, first raping. Um, <clears throat> however, no, it's that's I went to it. So what started? <laughs> well, the Roman Catholic Church. Yeah. It's like a thing now. They're so, so open with it. So this is a thing. So this this is a thing. So I started I started going to Sunday school and we started doing Bible study during yep. Sunday school. Sure. <laughs> and I started to have questions like I'm picturing you as like a six year old with a beard. I was. <laughs> I was. Can I get through can I get through my story? No. You fucking Aryan no. piece of shit. Go down to the rally in Charlottesville. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, you didn't. You didn't Google my face there, did you? <laughs> I might have. Okay. Um. So I raised my hand, and they would be like, "Cause we would do the Book of Genesis." Yeah. Yeah. Raise my hand and say, "Well, what about the dinosaurs?" Yeah. And they'd be like, "Well, um, anyone else have any other questions?" <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah. And I was like, I was a young kid, and I'd be like, and I raised my hand again, and I'd be you like, didn't "So, my question. What about you know, cavemen? Uh, well, um, so and then I started getting answers like. They were planted there by scientists to test your faith. Or, my favorite ones, the dinosaur bones were put in the earth by the devil to test your faith. Mm. So, my response was... I like, never even heard that. You know, like, <laughs> nine, ten years old, I'm just like, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, like, I'm nine, yeah. ten, I'm, I'm nine or ten years old, and I'm already just being like, that's mm. the dumbest thing. So, I started talking to my mom. I'm like, Mom, I don't really want to go to Sunday school anymore because I don't feel like I'm learning... Like anything at How all. How old are you at this point? I was like 10, okay. 9, you yep, know, I'm like, sure. I'm not learning anything. Because this is the thing, though, to preface this, and my parents will tell you this, I was obsessed with dinosaurs. Oh, my God, I love my, dinosaurs. Yeah. Jurassic my, my Park. My oldest son that I referred to earlier. Oh, my God, dinosaurs is it. Oh, That's my God, it. yeah. Yep. So I had so yep. many questions. Like, how? there's no, the book of Genesis talks about the creation of the earth. What about the fucking dinosaurs? It was it was perplexing to me. And you yep. don't fucking tell me the devil. There's no devil in the dinosaurs. The dinosaurs are beautiful things, yep. okay? And I love every minute of them. And I love Jurassic Park. And Steven Spielberg would not lie to me. 
no. about the dinosaurs. No, he period. He right. So I, you know, it started there, and then you know, as things continued, things just got weirder. And then I was telling, I told a story in another episode. Um, I went to uh, my mom. I had a my teenage years were tough. Um, I I started. I smoked pot. Um, at the age of 15, you slept with some guys. Um, I didn't sleep with any guys. I started being sexually active with men, older um, men. Very, old I'm sorry. Men. Is this your story? Wait, yeah, I was there with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he said older men. So you're still a Catholic at this point. <laughs> right. Yes. I'm getting confused. Yes. Um, no, I started getting like sexually active with women, with girls, you oh, know, okay. at my, okay. my age, right. you know, at 15, sure. um, I started drinking all of them <laughs> lesbians now. Can you stop? The worst part is, is that last one's a fact. Anyway, um, yeah. So, um, okay. So I started becoming sexually active. I started smoking pot. I started drinking at 15. And just like you said, with the pot, pot, it, like, it, it fucking, like, it opens your mind. Like, it, like, if you've never smoked weed before, like, first of all, I feel sorry for you. Absolutely. Secondly, like, you need to, it it expands your mind and has you ask (laughs) questions that you wouldn't understand ever and, if I may go into it, I think everyone should do mushrooms once in their life, period. Um, if you think weed, it's the same level, but just imagine turning it to 10 and ripping the fucking knob off. Okay. Um, you do, you run, the way I describe it is you run around your own brain and you come out, you come out the other side, a person that you just is different in a good way, in a positive way. And um, we'll talk about Hopefully. that another time. No, it, it's it's true. Don't, there's really no debate. Unless there's clowns chasing you. Okay, that was one time and I'm so, and I that was yeah. not speaking of clowns. Uh, it yeah soon, on September. 8th, I, oh yeah, I, think I know. I can't oh, wait I'm to really see that. Looks that. pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So any, so anyway, so um, you know, my mind is expanding. I'm asking a lot of questions. Um, yep. you know, that people can't answer. And my mom is like, you know, you're not you're not being a good kid. You know what I mean? You know, because I was I was skateboarding. Goddamn skateboarders. Wow. You know, and uh, talking back. Radical dude. You know that kind of stuff. Would you stop diminishing? I'm just saying you're a skateboarder. So I, I, was I, your hat on? Backwards? It was supposed to be a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you ask, all right, you want to, you want to, you want to know? All <laughs> That's right. actually why his parents were mad. Yeah. <laughs> it was the hat stealing and starting fires. Yeah. Oh, so I used to do that. Yeah, it's yeah. great stealing and starting fires. Yeah. So well, and you but know you were still involved in the church. No, pre-church. Oh, pre-church. pre-church. This yeah. was like like eleven, twelve, going to the mall stealing like pogs and slammers. Oh my oh, god. Oh no, we were we no, never yeah. stole from no. stores. Oh no, I did. We stole from construction sites. <laughs> we took like wood uh-huh. and stuff like that. We would wow. try and build ramps and stuff. Theft is theft. Yeah, theft is theft. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but you know, starting fires, doing stupid shit yep, with yep. the same people I hang out with today. <laughs> um, mm. not not Dan. Dan was too lame. But anyway, um, I was cooler than you doing better so, things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, great. So I had to go. I was forced to go to reconciliation. My mom was like, you need to go oh, confess your sins yeah. to the priest. Yep. I was like, oh, my God. From a Catholic standpoint, I only went as far as First Communion. So I can't even picture a reconciliation or a... I never did the thing where you sit there with them and confess your sins. I never yeah. got that far, well, that's, personally. Well, that's a good thing. So yeah, I go in there, right. and, and I'll tell you where this... That's when they touch you. Well, this is where it goes off the rails, right? And I'll I'll, I'll tell you exactly what happens. I'm gonna me. feel really bad if he tells me a story about being touched at this close, point. close, <laughs> close. Yeah, I didn't get touched. I never got touched. Okay. Um. Good. So I go in there, and it's the you know still to this day he's behind the <laughs> he's behind the thing. 
I would he's, love to get through a story the, without so you you're being behind a piece the thing. of shit. You're, he's behind the thing. Yeah, he's yeah. got the thing with the thing with the thingy. You know the grating, so you can't see his face. But I know who it was. Heavily breathing. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know there's a chair, but there was a kneeler, and I don't kneel to anybody unless I'm <laughs> unless I'm eating pussy. Unless I'm eating pussy, I don't kneel. I've seen okay. you kneel with some people below a bridge. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't kneel unless I'm eating pussy. Okay. And I was not eating any pussy. So Will you grow up. So I sat in the chair. No, it's true, though. Okay. And I, that's why I have a problem with worship, the term worship. I don't yep. worship anybody. Yep, okay. Sure. I don't worship God, Jesus, sure. King, all go fuck themselves. That's yep. my. You opinion. worship Aaron right. Rodgers. He deserves it, though. <laughs> now, I sit. I'm a huge Packers fan. But anyway, I sit, mm-hmm. I sit down because I'm not going to do the kneeler. I sit down and the, the priest, you know. <laughs> opens the thing, yeah, and he's there. I know which priest it is, you know, yeah. and he's like, like "Hello." It's supposed to be some secret, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, "Hello, my son," and I'm like, I straight up just said, it. "I'm like, Father, I haven't done this in like a really long time, so I don't really know what to do. So you take me through how this whole thing works. My mom is forcing me to be here. Like, just take me through it, right?" And he's like, oh, "Okay, and I'll never forget this as long as I live." Okay, my son. Well, what we're gonna do is. I'm going to ask you a list of sins and I'm, and you're going to tell me if you've committed them or not. Oh, gross. So I'm like, all right. Now I'm, I was 14, 15 at the time. No, I was older than that. I was like 15. I want to say I was 15. Yeah. So yeah, I was 15. Anyway. So I'm, I'm sitting there and he's like, have you you smoked before you went? No, I wish I did. That would have been awesome. That would have been great. So I I sit, I'm sitting there. It was a weekend and I didn't have a car yet. So Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so I'm like, I'm sitting there and he's like, uh, do you, have you ever stolen anything? And I'm like, mm, yeah, <laughs> well, that's a sin. Have you ever committed violence against someone? Y- yeah, kind of. I mean, he's my younger brother, so it doesn't count. Sure, right. say that. And he's yeah. like, he's like, oh, you know, well that still counts. Yep. So you have a younger brother. I'm like, yeah, I have a younger brother. Have you ever yelled at him or screamed at him or this and that and the other? I'm like, yeah. So he's asking me all these benign, very benign questions, you know, and every single one of them was a yes. I've done that. Yeah. Finally, I I never forget, as long as I live, like a tone changed in his voice. Have you ever... (laughs) Have you ever masturbated? Oh my god! Stop! I'm not kidding. Stop! That's a that's a fact. You have a vivid memory. A of vivid this. memory of well, it, it 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 connects. I'll tell you. I go. I go. Excuse me. <laughs> have you ever m- masturbated? <laughs> oh, I don't know. If, I don't know if he stuttered there. That that was that was poetic license. Hey. I don't. Uh, that's yep. the only part I, I'll I'll admit was it poetic sounds license. Better with the stutter. It does sound better. Thank you. Yep. So I said. So I said, Father. You know what? All set. And our, and our good friend Rob, <laughs> right, yeah. who I was best friends with at the time. Okay. And I said, all set, yep. Father. I'm We're good. Thanks very much. Wow. I, I got up and I fucking walked That's out. My, courageous. Now, my That's mom, actually really courageous. Well, thank you. My mom is sitting in the pew, you know, mm-hmm. and, yeah, man, Jesus. Yep, 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 yep. and I walk over and she goes, well, that was quick. And I said, yeah, well, what's going on? Ten Hail Marys. I didn't know what else to say. I was like, ten Hail Marys. That's it. And I just sat there and I, I had my hands. You said she was kneeling? My yeah. favorite thing about being in a Catholic church mm-hmm. is getting to kneel on those cushions. You like the they're, they're so comfortable. They're very, they are very comfortable. You I don't need knee pads. But so know? I sat there and I and I put my hands together and I couldn't. I was so angry and confused and I felt like I received all the validation I needed in terms of renouncing and denouncing my faith. And I just put my hands together and I said, "Dear God, raid my head." Dear God, if you are real, if you are a real thing, 
fuck you, and I want nothing to do with you. Wow. And I want you to stay the fuck out of my life because you're nothing but a bunch of dirty pedophiles. Yeah. Along those lines, okay? And we left the church. Yep. I'm not even kidding you. Not even a year later, that priest, he's in prison right now. For sure, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Touching little kids. That is that, a fucking... It's so... That's so, a fact. I mean, I hate to keep re- re- uh, referring back to movies, but if you've seen the movie Spotlight, I mean, yeah. holy shit. It's on my queue. It's on my queue. At the end in the credits, they list all the churches that it, were founded to have yeah. some kind of misconduct. Yeah. And the list is staggering. Exactly. My uh, exactly. But, so but, so what blows my mind is how does it become such a cultural thing? Yeah. Like you think of a you think of a serial killer, right? Yeah. That's a rare thing. Correct. In the grand scheme of people dying. Yeah, it's rare. Getting slashed or whatever from a serial killer or strangled or whatever. That's a rare. It's thing. a rarity. It is not rare, in the grand scheme of things, in the Catholic Church for a boy or teenager of some kind or and it wasn't just restricted too. to boys it was girls too yeah. the keepers you asked about earlier that's a fucking crazy documentary crazy doc- if you haven't seen the keepers yeah see if it. you have any interest in this kind of thing like heavy. just from a from a heavy yeah yeah just from a learning standpoint absolutely it's like unreal absolutely so i you know i announced i started announcing to my family that um you know i'm renouncing my faith um and it started my public renouncement started when my mom was like, all right, it's time for you to do your first, your confirmation. And my brother and I, you know, my brother had just done his communion. I, I'm five years older than my brother and I was going to do my confirmation. My mom was like, listen, you're, you're grown up now and I'm going to let you make the right decision. And I'm going to let you decide whether or not you want your confirmation done. I said, okay, easy, done. No, I don't want to do it. <laughs> it was just as easy as that. And she was like, well, wait. I mean, I said, I'm giving you the chance to make the right decision. So what do you want to do? I don't want to do it. I don't need to do it because the, the, the Catholic Church is about rape and money. And I'm not interested. Well, I'm interested in money. But I'm not interested in rape at all. I have no interest in rape. And I don't want to be part of it. I just yeah. don't want to be. And, um, you know, that's that was start and I, I started to become more public with it and I got family members that are like God is real you're going to hell and I'm like hell is in a real place so I'm not really worried about it mm-hmm. well where do you go when you die the ground like that's that's where you go you go to the ground like and then my my younger brother my younger brother is very intelligent um super super intelligent and he started doing far more successful and likable yes so he started he's done research <laughs> you know we're and he is he's a militant atheist. My brother is a militant atheist. It's almost terrifying. If you start talking about God, Jesus, everything like that, he's just like, Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not talking to someone that's smart. All Ouch. set. Yeah. And it's just you know, I, I'm a little more forgiving. Um well, and that's saying something because you are not forgiving. Not at all. Well, no, I mean look at my grandmother. My grandmother's a devout Roman Catholic. Mm-hmm. My grandmother, you know, she's in a home. This was once her home. The way I see it is that's how my grandfather passed away, her husband, and they've been together forever. Um, that's how she's close to him. So I'm not about to go to my grandma and be like, sure. oh, you shouldn't be a Catholic. Sure. You know what I mean? I'm not going to, you know what I mean? I'm not going to do that to my grandma. Uh, listen, I've joked with my buddies before about smoking and then going to the church we used to attend because there's still some people there. Yeah. I wouldn't actually do that. Yeah. It's just, again, it's not worth it. It's just not worth the time. No. It's not worth it. There's no reason to go in and interrupt their lives and to talk about that. It's just you're not going to get anywhere with it, right? Exactly. Right. There's, no there's there's no reason for it. And then, but what bothers me is you have these people that are like that I have such a respect for, 
that still go to the church. Like I'm, I talk about like my mom, for instance, um, I have a great deal of respect for my mom. My mom, I mean, Dan, you know, my mom's tough as nails and she will fuck you up. Like she is not, she is a terrifying woman mm-hmm. and, yeah. she, and she's very, very intelligent. Very intelligent. My mom is one of the smartest people I know, but she goes to church. So for me, like I just I find I have such a hard time with that because it's Does just she like still try to ask you to be involved or has she gotten over? No, it? she's gotten over okay. that completely. But, you know, I'll say certain things and she'll be like, well, it's God's will or, yeah, is God, yeah, you know, yeah. God. And I'm just like, no, it's not because God isn't real. God, <laughs> you know, well, God, God is a plan for you, all of us. Do you say that? Yeah. Oh, okay. you know, God is a plan for all of us. Like when Rob passed away. Yeah. You know, like, well, well God. I have to piss really bad. Okay. Um, so what we're going to do is, uh, lag's got to pee. I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. Never be sorry. sorry. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back to religion and we'll be right back. Thanks a lot. Critical mass can now be found at the eight o'clock stop.com. That's the eight o'clock stop.com. We're there with the hypothetically speaking podcast, as well as three dicks picks podcast. Check us out there. That's the eight o'clock stop.com because everything starts at eight o'clock. Ladies and gentlemen, that was part one of our two-parter regarding religion. Please stay tuned for part two. Um, that should be, well, should be right below this one if you just click on it, you lazy bastard. Thanks a lot.